Hey, Catalyst Crew. Welcome to Catalyst Corner, episode 84. I'm Evan. I'm Jim. And we got some interesting stuff to talk about today. Uh, we're going to cover some movies, uh, Cancel Pig, cover a little bit of uh, Disney and what Bob Iger's been saying, and we're finally going to get to the music. Yeah, finally. Uh, how you doing, Jim? I'm doing all right. Yeah, listen to this one. I, I have to go for my physical. Sure. Right? So as you, you do. As you do, right? And you have to get the blood work done yep. prior, right? Oh, yeah. So I go get the blood work, and for whatever reason, my, my veins weren't popping, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. So the the nurse, whatever, phlebotomist, tries to go in there, can't get it the first time, yeah, right? Yeah, Takes it out, but it's not a big deal, right? It didn't hurt, nothing. No, just can't get the, not hitting the vein, because right. they're, whatever. Right, so she had to, so she took it out, she had to re-get a new needle, right? So she's getting all that done. In the meantime, all of a sudden, I start to get so dizzy, I thought I was going to pass out. No shit. For no reason. No reason. They say that happens sometimes, and, though, and, right? You know, it, again, there was no pain. Yeah. There was no blood. Yeah. And just all of a sudden, it hit me like a friggin' wave. That's crazy. And I, I had to- I, Did you drop? No, but I thought I was going to. Yeah. And I'm like, and I told her, I'm like, can you, can you wait a second? I'm like, I feel like I'm going to pass out all of a sudden. Yeah. And she went to get me a drink of water, right? And and I was sitting there. And I started sweating like it, it was. Cr- and then and then as quickly as it came, it, it went was gone. Yeah, and it was fine. Then she took the blood and I'm out of there. But what the hell, it was man. crazy. Yeah, you had a you had a bit of a what do they call that? Like a a, a moment. Yeah, yeah, a bit yeah. of a moment. Well, how there. about you? How are you doing? No, I didn't pass out or Good. anything. I'm glad to uh, hear that. Yeah, you know, I'm just I'm just they're getting to know me at the post office. Yeah, I bet. You know, I bet. Uh, yeah, we're grooving. Yeah, grooving for we're sure. Grooving. So thanks for everybody that's making yeah, orders. Absolutely. You know, Got to get them in now, though, because yeah. we're, we're hitting that threshold where if you want them before the holidays. Right. Yeah. You know, we're, we are, what, 11 days, 12 days, whatever it is. Well, 10, 10 days. 10, 10 till the, the eve, anyway. Yeah, right. So. You know. Um, but yeah, aside from that, nothing nothing too crazy. I've been, it's funny because this time of year, I really uh, kind of. You know, there could be they could they could drop the bombs and I wouldn't notice type sure, of thing, right? Because sure. it's just I'm I'm uh, you know my nose is down yeah, and I'm just grinding. You're in it the out. workshop constantly, yeah, so for sure we got some uh, we got some cool stuff coming up though. So yeah, it's been good. So good. Uh, what what have uh, what have you seen? So I caught the new Exorcist, okay. Exorcist believer. Yeah, did yeah. you did you see this? Um, so I haven't watched it yet, but I've I've talked to a few people okay. about it. Um, so I'm curious to see what your your thoughts are. So, when you remember when you watched The Force Awakens, for sure, and you're like, this is just a new hope, but they've changed it slightly. Yeah, it's it's just a new hope for, you know, twenty twenty or yeah. whatever. It so was. this is kind of that. Yeah. Right. It's got like the same tropes. It, it's they kind of do a lot of the same things. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? So they played it relatively safe. It was decent, right? It was decent until the ending, and then the ending got a little wonky. Okay. But, um, you know, these two girls go out into the woods. They end up getting possessed. Right, doesn't matter right? how it happens. Same with, the, same with the original. Right, and so, you know, obviously they have to exercise the demons for sure which is what they do so there's two of them now that's right, there's the, that's two. the gimmick now yeah. is that there's two yeah and so the thing is it 
So the th- and I you know I'm not trying to I don't want to spoil it right right but the 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 devil makes a deal at the end right and if you know anything at all about you know theology right you you'd understand right, you don't make a deal with the devil right you kind of know right away what's going to happen based sure. upon that sure. because you know if you if you know anything at all about it or a little bit about it you're going to know what the trick is right 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 so again i don't really want to spoil it um it does have a bit of a dark ending though yeah yeah it does and so the 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 mom was in it from the original one right yeah yeah and what's cool is and i'll spoil one thing um at the end right so the mom the the mom is in the hospital right she hasn't her she hasn't seen her daughter in forever and at the end, there's a reunion, right? So right. we get Linda we get to Blair. See Linda Blair, yeah. For a cameo so at the end. The thing so is, that right, was cool. The thing is, is that they they spent three hundred million or yeah, I think it was three hundred million for the licensing mm-hmm. to make this movie. Yeah. So they we're getting a trilogy. Sure. But it it did awful. Yeah. Yeah. It did. And and again, it's one of the I wouldn't have been happy if I paid to go see it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was. Oh, if you want to watch it for free, it's okay. You know, it's not great. It's not revolutionary. It's, it's not, you know, a top yeah. ten horror movie like the Exorcist I, I is. Bit, I heard it's a bit long. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, so, for what it is. Yeah. Especially. So I mean, again, it, it's a, it's a decent enough watch if you can watch it. For no charge, but I could see where if people paid good money to go see it, they'd be disappointed. For sure, for sure. What about you? You catch anything? I did actually. Nice. Uh, you know, I I thought it was I thought it was the right thing to do because we're pretty critical. Okay. So I I got I actually someone sent me a, a screener of uh, the Marvels. Oh. So I watched. You it. did. I okay. Did. I watched okay. it start to finish. Um. It's not the worst Marvel movie I've seen. Oh yeah. It's pretty boring. Yeah. Uh I think I think what it suffers from the most though is kind of you know the thing that we've been kind of talking about is not, none of it not only does it not feel earned, mm-hmm. right? I don't know any of these cat like it, from a cinematic standpoint, obviously from the comics I do. Sure. But from a cinematic standpoint, I don't know any of these characters. Sure. So it's like, how do you expect me to care? Or if I do know them, my exposure to them was so limited. Like, I don't fucking care about the Skrulls and what happens to them. No. I really don't. No, but that was that was part of the whole problem with the movie is the, the excessive amount of homework you needed to do in order to be caught up to where this movie begins right so the thing is right is they you know again it's not um what what's the girl who plays kamala khan i'm in uh uh what's her name um Aman Vellani. Vellani, yeah. She was fantastic. She's great. Which everybody, I, I, I which everybody really, says. Really, I really like her. Good. And there was there was like one or two scenes that were genuinely funny. Okay. Um there was no chemistry between 
Carol Danvers and Monica Rambeau. Yeah. No chemistry. Yeah. And, that, that and in hurt. real life, too. Right. <laughs> but that hurts the film, right? Sure. And then the other, the other thing I think it really suffered from was clearly they, you know, obviously it's pretty notorious that they had to do a lot of reshoots, mm-hmm. right? And it seems like initially they really wanted this to be like a plucky, fun fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's still some of that in there, but you know, they they definitely tried to kind of tone that down. Yeah. So 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 just kind of tonally, there's a whole mishmash there. Yeah. And the pacing, everything is just very kind of in your face, and you know, Nick Fury kind of takes a backseat again, right? Which doesn't right. make a ton of sense and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and um, you know, the villain, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, again, no one we care about. Right. Right. So. Yeah, overall, uh, boring, relatively yeah. boring. The CGI was at, at best passable and at worst, look worse than you know a double A video game. Yeah. So you know those were the those were the biggest points that I noticed. The story was just meh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it. It just you know one of those movies where they just. Shouldn't have made it. They they made it for all the wrong reasons, and and it shows that they didn't know what to do. Yeah, and it's funny because they because Ke, Ke, you know a Kevin Feige production all over it. Sure, you know like he, he his name was and absolutely. I don't, know, I don't know if that's just like uh, all right, Kevin, this is your baby, mm-hmm. like you know. Well, this is what he pushed for, and this is what he wanted. Yeah. so that's why it came out. But and- the the thing of it is, right? And and again, I did. I haven't watched a lot of the the Disney Plus shows. I I didn't watch Miss Marvel mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if Monica Rambeau was in any of that. Monica Rambeau was in WandaVision. Okay. So did she get her powers in WandaVision? Yes. yes. Okay. Cause they, the way, like, and again, I didn't, I didn't watch it. Right. Yeah. So the thing is, right. They give you a throwaway line on how she got her powers. And it's, it's that thing where it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Well, this is this is where, and and we can discuss more of it when we get to the you know Disney. But this is where, you know, you have to you have to segregate the shows and the movies. It's because too much, right? It's, right, it's nobody way wants, too much. Nobody wants that much. No, no, and you and if you miss something, you know, if you don't catch the shows, then they're gonna they're going to call back to it in the movies, and if you don't know what they're talking about then big parts of the movie is going to make no sense. So to me, right, I think that the the Young Avengers would make a good TV show. Like I think sure. if they wanted to lean into like that as a TV show with, you know, Kamala Khan and- Yeah, and, and but ha- that's where it know. should be. Right. I definitely think that could work. I mm-hmm. just don't think having it be the, the, the crown jewel in, in you know- this cinematic universe is the way to go. No, just, that's a giant mistake. Yeah, I think it just doesn't. It just it's hard to get excited, and and you know, I know you get very passionate about MCU type of thing, and there mm-hmm. were there were a couple of things I thought were kind of funny. You know, the Marvel intro was all the ladies, which mm-hmm. is whatever. But the the thing I didn't like is I I'll buy the ticket. 
I'll buy the, you know, Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, Miss Marvel ticket, strong, powerful superhero women. I'll buy that ticket. Mm -hmm. But where it becomes kind of egregious is that that scene where, you know, some henchman bad guys get teleported to the house and Kamala Khan's mother leaps in front of. You know the blade or whatever yep. to protect her husband, right? Who's cowering? Who's cowering in fear? And it's just like I've already bought the ticket. I'm sitting here watching this for strong, powerful women. Mm-hmm. But when you do shit like that, it's just like it's so unnatural because it's just that there's no need for it, right? But you know, you're you're blatantly telling a lot of would be audience this isn't for you when you do stuff like that because but it, people but it's will not take even, offense but to here's that. the thing is not even coming coming at it from that sort of standpoint it it's so it's the pacing of it does it does it's a scene that doesn't need to be in there i wouldn't right. want to i wouldn't want the father to do it to the mother it doesn't sure. need to unless somebody's going to get stabbed mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be in there her just giving the fucking death stare to the henchman is the stupidest fucking scene right but because then you know what what you're also doing is you're you're lessening the need for the hero right because if if you're a if you're a villain right like that type of level villain and your everyday, you know, 70 year old, 60 year old woman is not afraid of you and will, you know, will look you dead in the eye, then, you know, what's the need for the hero, right? You're, you're also, you're not afraid, right? You're going to defend just as much as they would. So you're, you're also deluding the hero when you do that. They should have both been cowering. It, right. It if was you just, want that it was scene just at all. such a weird scene. Yeah, like for that, sure. That was the thing is like I, you know, sitting down, I, I, I went in open-minded because I was like, look, I didn't really like Captain Marvel, the mm-hmm. first one. Right. But I'm going to give it a chance. Sure. You know? Sure. And, and again, there were just these weird fucking, there were these weird things. And I know it seems nitpicky, but it, they, they just, they take me out of the immersion. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, the whole point is you got to keep, like, if you want me to get on board with, the, with these stories, you got to keep me in it. Right. And any time you do something ridiculous- you lose me. Right. So, you know, you want Nick Fury to take a back seat, that's fine. He has a couple of cool scenes, you know, mm-hmm. but ultimately pretty back seat, which yeah. doesn't make a ton of sense. Right. But whatever, I can roll with that. Again, the scene at the house, I thought that pulled me out of it. Right. Sure. And then, you know, there's there's this fucking scene where they're all on the ship and and Carol Danvers is doing the fucking Superman pose and i'm just sitting there going like nobody fucking stands like that in real life this is the right. weirdest shit ever why are you standing like that mm-hmm. and i like it, it's things like that you know what i mean yep. like and she doesn't look comfortable yeah but you know but that's it you're supposed to be you know in that stance you're supposed to be looking like superman like that yeah that's that, the, that that's the weird, reasoning though. and you're supposed to you know that's supposed to be the correlation but like, she's not mm, even wearing the costume she, right but you just but you're but the 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 imagery is this is superman this is this is as powerful as great 
as Superman. And that's what the imagery is supposed to make the audience feel. And everybody, in like what you just said, everybody looks at it like that's just stupid. Right, because I mean, the whole thing with Superman is generally he's floating into screen with his cape flapping in the wind and right. shit when he's doing that pose, mm-hmm. or he's he's you know flying by the the Daily Planet or whatever. Right. Or it's not Daily Planet. It's uh, it is Daily yeah. Planet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm thinking I get my I always get Spider Man and uh, anyway. I don't think it's as bad as people are saying. Okay. You know, because I know there were, you know, again, you have to tread lightly with this kind of stuff because there's a lot of, you know, there are a lot of shitheads, mm-hmm. right, that are just going to lambast it because it's it's powerful women sure. beating up, you know, whoever. Right, right. My whole thing is, you know, I think Kamala Khan, she's she's fun. She's sure. fun. It's fun to watch her geek out. It's fun to watch her get excited when she sees Nick Fury or, or Carol or, you know, how enthusiastic she is about the situation. All of that works for me. Mm-hmm. But, but again, the villain meant nothing to me. The, the, the story is just, it's just another bullshit fucking quantum tear, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, that I can't relate to because again, extraterrestrial shit great so so you know and the people that are affected are fucking the kree and the skrulls Mm -hmm. the fuck i don't care about either one of them right exactly so it's like how can i get on how can how can there even be any stakes for me yeah there was no stakes it was it was a no stakes movie right and that you know and again with a with a villain that was as you know, benign as could possibly be. And right. So, I mean, she was she was angry, but like you know. Yeah, but I mean, again, there there was there was nothing to it. The the story oh, there was, was no substance. It was at a, all. it was a horribly written and directed movie. There was no substance and no style. Right. Exactly. You know. But the thing is, is that you know, like I said, it's not the I I didn't after it was done. I was like, eh, yeah, all right. Yeah, I mean, you know? the best you can say about it is at least it was short. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, and like I said, there were a couple of scenes that were genuinely funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It just, uh, y- you know, I, I don't I don't think it works. Yeah. I really don't. It, and it didn't work. It it did not work, for sure, because it's the but lowest I wanted, ever. You know, I wanted to watch it. I sure, wanted to give yeah. it a, 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 a fair, yeah, a fair and that, shot. and that's fair, and that's fair to do. I mean, if we're going to come at these things, we have to be... You know, and that's the thing. The the things that we're talking about and the things that we're, you know, issuing complaints about, we're also watching. We're not just taking other people's word for it and then going on that. We're we're spending the time to to watch these things and review it and, and give it a fair assessment. For sure. And whether we like it or whether we don't, we might agree, we might disagree but at the end of the day we're giving it its fair due but it, also i just want to be clear like i want to like it yeah I absolutely re- i do of course i, I want to like it but we- it's just like i said you know again kamala khan was the was the best character yeah, in the and that's film. what everybody agrees you know, with she is a very charming mm-hmm. presence sure and you know I, i'm down to see more of her but again it's just not i don't really care about miss marvel no but the thing is 
the thing is, yeah, you you know, she's charming and you can and you could stand to see more of her, but I don't want to see her in a solo movie and I don't want to see her as a no, leader. In a so- I just want to see her as movie. a just as a, you know, she could be in the background as you know, a piece of an ensemble, but I don't want her to be a she, but she's not a leader. She's she, she doesn't have the the cachet. No, she doesn't have the fan base. She's not going to be able to lead anything. And even as charming as she is, people are not going to go to the movies to see her. They yeah. won't. No, no. So that was it. I, you know, I, I thought it was good to yeah, kind of nice, kind of give nice. that a watch. So uh, what else you got for me? So there's something that's been going on where uh, this happened about a week ago, okay. and uh, th- this is th- this one's going to raise my blood pressure a little bit as <laughs> as it has been. Um, oh boy. So a comic shop owner has a YouTube channel, like like we do. Sure. Talks about comics. Okay. Made a comment about how modern day comics are really affecting his shop because they don't sell. Okay. Because the modern day writers care more about inserting themselves in their social issues and their activism as opposed to being superheroes. Well, I think the pro- before you keep going, mm-hmm. I think the biggest problem with that is because they there was they there were always social issues covered in comics. Sure, sure. But the writers weren't inserting themselves. Right. So that's where I think like I'm okay with social issues being in comics. Well, yeah, there yeah, always yeah. Were. That, uh, but I, you know, the characters are who they are. Right. Stop st- self-inserting. Your, right. You know. Yeah, and we don't. You know, not everything has to be a political agenda you know things like no that. no not everything does right but, but again like but that's are, what we're getting there are lots and lots of examples in the past sure sure there is so anyway it was his opinion sure you know what i mean and again as a shop owner he sees the sales right and, he see, he, and he's reading the comics right. so exactly so he, he has inside right and so he has a right to his opinion for sure so the the and what they've been now dubbed as the cancel pigs came at him. And the cancel pigs came at him, be, not just, but not because they can dispute what he said. Right. But because, so they started going, attacking the way he looks. They started talking about, oh, he probably smells like piss. They start talking about, oh, well, he's, you know, the usual, he's a white supremacist, Nazi. What have you? The usual. Okay. Come yeah, at racist, you that type of thing. Right. Yeah. So, what? So here's what bothers me, and this is why I've been on social media dealing with it. This is somebody that we know, and this is a shop we've been to multiple times. The Comic Book Palace in Haverhill. Okay. Okay. Shop owner Glenn. I've been multiple times. I've been with my partner multiple times. He's always been very nice. He's a good guy. He ha- he loves what he does. He's been in the business for like 30 years running this shop. For sure. Has a right to his opinion. And these people are coming at him saying all these god-awful things, but not, a, not truly about what he said, because what he said was accurate. Because, again, he's seeing the sales. Right. He's going by the figures that the industry is showing. Right. So they start attacking him as a person for, you know, but I thought that I thought the whole, you know, that was, that's that the whole point is to, you know, let accept everyone. Right. 
that's supposed to be. So, so Mark Millar comes out in his defense. Now, if you don't know who Mark Millar is, he's one of the top writing uh, comic book writers there is. Kick-Ass, Kingsman, Secret Service, Wanted. This is the heavyweight. This, this guy is a, an executive at Netflix now. Comes out to his, def- not only comes out to his defense, has him on his YouTube show. Wow. To talk to him wow. about it. Ethan Van Skyver came out. Rob Liefeld came out. Oh, wow. The bigwigs came out. Well, the guys that are, you know, heavy hitters in the industry, mm-hmm. you know, that have written stories that we all love. Right. So I've been interacting because my my thing is this. I'm not just, you know, jumping on the bandwagon. Again, this is a shop that is local to us. This is a shop that we've been to. This is a shop where this guy is a is a good honest guy who just loves the business and to be attacked for his point of view that wasn't any hot take was just like i just want to read a peter parker i don't want to read a i don't want to read miles morales i want to read peter parker as spider-man and you know the way he that you know just going on superhero adventures that's what i want well, I think what it is, right, is that Miles seems to have, Miles seems to do better in other mediums. Right. You yeah, know? he's not as popular in the comics as he is in the other mediums. Right. He does and really, he has really solid popularity in other mediums. But it's not just, you know, I'm, I'm just using that as an example. Right. I get but it. I get it. My point nobody, is he just wants, wants to read a Robin book when they could read Batman. Right. But know? the thing is, you know, no one wants to read Robin because he's now gay. And if you don't like that... It's and and all he's in the you know one of the new Superman where where you know his son, he's just sending like sexy texts to his boyfriend. That's what they're doing. Who is that for? Well, I guess the thing of it is right because it doesn't. I don't give a shit if they're gay or straight. That doesn't bother me. But when when that's what the story is. No, but it. But the thing is, it it it's that's fine, but it doesn't sell. Well, I mean because. If that's what the story is, then what but story that is are what you the story, telling? But that is what the story is. Right. Or you've got, you know, you've, you've got these people writing the X-Men, and they're just sitting around eating food, right? Right. It, well, I mean, I think what it is, right, is is we... G- it doesn't seem like we're getting those, you know, maybe maybe 30 issue arcs where like, mm-hmm. you know, you have a villain or a situation that plays out over the the year like they would do. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't seem like that's what it is right now. No, you're getting you get you get mostly mini series like six issues, but most of these series get canceled so quickly because of the sales. And again, he's he's right in what he's saying he's 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 a store owner right it's not like he's just some guy out of the woodwork right he sees what sells he he talks to he talks to his customers he talks to them about what they like what they don't like he sees what sells he sees what people want and don't want and he has his opinion which happens to coincide with you know the multitude of opinions of the buying fan base and so, you know, to get attacked on that level, to start making fun of someone's 
physical appearance or start talking about a shop that they've never been to. I take great umbrage in that because I have been to the shop and I have spoken to this shop owner and I know what type of person he is. Well, I just think it's, you know, this is our community. Right. And again, like if you're not part of this community, fuck off. Right. For you sure. Know? Or if most of these people don't even want to be part of the community. They no. they just want the conflict. Right. And they don't they don't buy the comics or if some of them or if some of them are in the business and some of them were in the business that came out and said something. Sure. They also have no sales to you know to speak of. And so you the Mark Millars and the in the Ethan Van Skyvers and the Rob Liefelds are like Wait, look, wait, they were in the business tell, saying that he smells like piss? Yeah, some of these people are actually comic book pros. I got to tell you, if I was uh, if I was an executive, at, and I imagine, you know, they were working for one of either DC or, or yeah, Marvel. Yeah, mo- most of them are. Gone. Yeah, they should be. They absolutely but, should be. But you've, but you've let this infestation in the big two happen, and this is the result. You've created these cancel pigs that just want to go about canceling people that differ from their opinion. Right. And, you know, you, you're going to sit there and you're going to use your diversity as the shield to say, it doesn't matter if my comics don't sell. It doesn't matter if, you know, the, the sales are in the toilet. I'm going to use my diversity, and if you if you try to get rid of me, I'm going to come at you through my diversity. And so they've got the big two scared to the fact that they allow this shit to go on, and it continues to happen. And so some of the bigwigs in the industry have said, you know what, we're taking it fucking back. So Mark Millar has dubbed them cancel pigs. That's where the name comes from, and he's been on he's been on a one man mission. And others, like I said, are joining in. But the but again, these aren't just suits, right? Right. These are these are heavy hitter industry veterans mm-hmm, exactly. that have written incredible mm-hmm. stories, right? That have tremendous success within the business, you know. And and they're saying no. You know, you're you are wrong. This guy is 100 percent right in the fact that you, you know, again, and even if even if he wasn't right, who the fuck are you to attack his character and his personal appearance, which again, you don't know his character and you don't know his shop and you don't know how he conducts himself. But you pieces of shit go out there and start, you know. Making this where where you want where you actively try to make this thirty year plus shop owner you want him to go out of business you you actively tried to to make it so he would try you know that you could close his doors and fuck you that that's not going to happen and again people like us that are in this community are going to make sure that we stand by this guy and we're going to make sure that we drive sales to that place well because at the end of the day right. We, we are the ones that are going on Wednesday, Tuesdays when the books are coming out mm-hmm. and, and supporting. Exactly. Or Wednesdays, whatever it is. Right. And, and supporting these guys. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that's the thing is like, I cannot for the life of me understand how things can bomb. And instead, of, like if, here's the thing, because we're working artists. Mm-hmm. If I made something. And I've had it happen, and it bombs. Okay, 
on to the next thing. Sure, exactly. Instead of just standing by my my turd, mm-hmm. it's like okay, it didn't work for whatever reason. Right, right. And and you know you and what are you using as a defense? Your your defense is what the statistical numbers that show your failure. Like there is nothing else. Right. If I'm lucky enough to actually have feedback, constructive criticism, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not talking about shitheads. Right. But if I'm if that's that's another point I want to make, mm-hmm. right? Is I get it. You know, don't feed the trolls. Right. 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 But if this guy is just offering constructive feedback and instead of instead of going, well, maybe he has a point. Your first reaction is to attack his character. Yeah, his physical appearance, his character, his his shop of which you have no idea anything you, you, about. Right, but you don't belong in a creative, the creative industry. No, they don't. These 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 people don't belong there because, at the end of the day, you know their create their creativity has not resulted in sales. Right. So again. Right. But I'm, I'm not even talking about that. My, my thing is, right, is looking beyond that as an as a creative. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're lucky enough to get feedback from your audience. Take it. Sure. If it's not again, if it's trolls, I get it. But if it's not people trolling and they're just offering mm-hmm. constructive feedback, take it. Right. And if you can't. Then get the fuck out right. of here. But the thing is, you you can't sit there, hear what he says, and then attack him on the basis of the fact that he's right that your that your books that you have self inserted don't sell. Right. There was no rebuttal. Right. The, the, right. Because the sales figures will will buttress exactly what he's saying. Right. So you can't hide from the sales numbers. So what he's saying is accurate based upon the sales of your books. So again, you couldn't you couldn't have any rebuttal in the fact that he's wrong. So what you did is what you you go after the what low-hanging fruit by attacking someone's physical appearance or what you perceive he smells like or all of this other bullshit and think that you you're going to get this guy to close his shop because well, I mean, like, he, he doesn't agree that, with like, you. Who who are you expecting to be on your side when you're doing that? The the Twitter crowd. The Twitter crowd that doesn't support anything. The Twitter crowd that goes on there and bemoans everything, but then supports you with zero dollars and zero cents. Yeah, it's it's pretty. You know, it's it, it's interesting to to wrap it around back to. Uh, so I I uh, you know when things come out that I like, mm-hmm. generally what I'll do is I'll I'll work up some coasters, right? Sure. And again, it's just a lot of it is for social media. It's not like we can sell them or anything, right, you know. Right. And I, I'll post them uh, on Reddit, mm-hmm. right? You know, because again, if you're a fan of this kind of stuff, it's just a cool little different thing to see or whatever. Sure. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Without fail, there's always one or two people that are like, "You're making coasters." Yeah, there's always going to be trolls. Sure, and it's just like, yeah. I am mm-hmm. like, do you have any, is there something wrong with them? Like, do you have any feedback? Coasters are dumb. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Can, yeah. Can you go beyond that? Nope. Right. That's it. Right. So that's the thing is just like, I get it. If, if someone like that is coming at you, fuck them. Right. But if, so, if, you know, if someone says to me like, well, you know, 
I don't really like the design or, you know. Yeah, I don't like the material they're made right, from, right. You whatever. Could, you, or, and if you're lucky, you'll have someone say, you could use this or you could mm, do this. Exactly. But, and that's what I feel like a lot of us in the community and the industry are doing. Mm-hmm. And, and there is no room for discussion. Right. You can't have civil discourse mm-hmm. because they're, they're yeah. you know, again, when you point out reality, they feel attacked. Yeah. These writers. Right. You know, and that's and the thing is, you know, so when when the, the, the heavyweights are defending this. Right. And they're talking about, you know, all the, the woke ideology that's in comics in modern day comics right now and they're not selling you know, again, they're coming, they keep on trying to come at you with just nonsense. And like, so Rob Liefeld and Mark Millar and Ethan, they're, they're, they're going back to facts. And it's like, but I'm, but I'm giving you facts to, to prove what we're saying is accurate. And here are the numbers to prove our point. And all you can say is, nah. Like that's right, it. But that's that, your best but that's defense. That's what it is. That's what it is with everything. That's right. what we get every time a movie or a TV show fails. Like that. That Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. I watched the first episode. It's bad. Right. It's terrible. Right. And that's the thing. Is like, it's bad. Yeah. All right. Right. At the end of the day, it's of, not good. Right. And, and, and people didn't of, enjoy it. And instead of just being able to accept that, that it didn't resonate with audiences, because mm-hmm. honestly, it's a stupid fucking idea. Right. It's a horrible premise that didn't resonate with anybody. And, and, and people it has nothing and thought to it was do, boring. It has nothing to do with, with people being misogynistic or racist. It's just a fucking stupid idea. Right. And you didn't pull it off. So... Put your big boy pants on and move the fuck on. Right. Not everything that everybody does is going to be a home run. That again, in this in this industry, entertainment, you have to accept that you're going to have failure, and you just move on to the next project and hope that that one resonates. The problem with these people are they keep on doing the same thing over and over again. With that, just keep on putting out the same product. It keeps on continuously failing because they're not listening to any fans. And all they're doing is attacking the fans and saying, nope, you're a racist, you're a homophobe, you're a transphobe, you're a Nazi. And it's like, what what good is that doing? That defense, it, it we know it's a failed defense. You know, no one buys it. No one believes it. But you keep on using it and you keep on having failure after failure. And it's like... At some point, you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, "No, the what well, I'm putting out is a poor product." It's really funny because you know I know we don't really talk about this, but I' bit of a Mortal Kombat player. Yeah, and online is incredibly toxic in this game because it's all. It, it seems like the toxic players externalize blame, mm-hmm. and the thing is, is like. Until you can honestly look at yourself and go, okay, just using the Mortal Kombat thing, I lost because I couldn't figure out the the combat, you mm-hmm. know? Until you can actually ha- say that to yourself and go, all right, well, how can I get better? It's just, you're just going to keep being toxic. Right. Right. And and that goes for everything, mm-hmm. you know? And, and it's what we're seeing. It's what we're seeing 
in, in movies. It's what we're seeing in the comic industry mm-hmm. is that you're getting honest feedback. And again, I know, I know it's a lot of noise and there's a lot of trolls and stuff and fuck those people. Right. But when you're getting honest feedback, especially from fans that have been in the community for 20 or 30 years. Right. Right. And they're saying, look, I get what you're trying to do. You can add your spin to it, but it, but what you're doing isn't working. Right. You can accept it and try to get better or we can keep having these failures. And ultimately, if this is truly the way you want to go, you're going to kill everything off. Right. Because it's going to get to a point where, you know. Yeah. I mean, again, I, you know, I refuse, absolutely refuse to buy modern day Marvel and DC. And I haven't. There's no stories that are worth, you know, I probably haven't bought in three years. Yeah, I think, I think. I don't know. Maybe the last the last runs I bought, I bought metal, mm-hmm. and then yeah, that I got was, you know metal. Probably the Batman who laughs. And right then around what was that. The, what, what was the one with uh, Scarecrow and the End of the World or whatever? That little three series run. You know what I'm talking about? The um. No. You don't know what I'm talking about? No. It was like a apocalypse end of the world. You talking story. about White Knight? Or no, um, no, White Knight wasn't. Oh. The, no, that was uh, Asriel. It was the one where, like, uh, the the Scarecrow's head was in a jar and oh, shit. Oh, no, the Joker's head. The Joker's head was in a jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, shoot, I, I know, right? I can't think of the name of it, it right now, really but I know what you're too. talking about. It was a good But again, story. we're talking about three, four right, years ago. That's what I'm saying. And you that know, was, you it, know, and that was- What's going on with the Black Label? Nothing. They, they pretty much haven't done anything with we it. We haven't seen anything from no, that. No, they're talking about rebooting Ver- Vertigo again and- moving it to that again who knows but the problem like i said but the thing is dc and marvel comics don't sell but the you know sales what does show sell? that you know what does sell spawn sure absolutely and you know why it sells because todd mcfarland knows who his character is mm-hmm. and he makes sure that the stories are in line with who spawn is right and you know he and there's a, a spawn universe he's he's selling three to four different titles right now and they're all doing relatively well yeah, because he's grooving he knows what the fans want and he's putting out these books for the fans right you know what i mean and again yeah there are social issues that are being tackled for sure there are political issues that get tackled for sure but the thing is you're not picking a side you're not you're not picking a side and constantly berating the other side with your point of view. Or if you're just or tackling if Al Simmons issues. wouldn't pick that side, you're not picking that side because right. that's not what Al Simmons exactly. would do. So again, I've been very active on social media about this subject because again, this one is in our backyard. Right. And right. that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stand idly by for that. Well, we stand with Glenn. Exactly. Absolutely. You know? All for right. sure. Let's uh let's talk a little bit about Disney. Sure. <laughs> so uh the evil overlord, mm-hmm. Robert Iger, Ugh. said he came out and said we've been putting the message first. He yep. said it. He yeah. said the quiet part out loud. He right. said it. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. Right. I know. Sure. I know. It's the same bullshit sure. over and over again. But at least he's at least he's acknowledging it. Well, at this he had point. to because the the SEC filing made it so he had to disclose to the shareholders why 
the shares are so down and why the well, stock that's, is but low. that's why. Right. right. And he so, had to admit so, the reason. So now that you've admitted it, I see no benefit. Like how can – you know how I feel about corporate and art. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been very clear about sure. this. But I'm just living in the world, you know, trying mm-hmm. to make it. How can as a shareholder you hear that and go – like if I'm a shareholder, especially one of any weight – Mm-hmm. I'm going, well, this shit needs to change immediately. Well, that's why uh, today uh, uh, Nelson Peltz and uh, someone else uh, elected themselves on the to go on the board to take over because they, and they're going to have a proxy war and which is pretty much going to at some point probably force Iger out because you have you you have actively yeah, hurt I, I don't the shareholder. I don't think Iyer is going to be able to fix this. No. I don't think he's the man but for the, the thing, job. But, well, the thing is, he's the man who put this in place. Sure. So he can't fix what he believes in. He believed and, that this was the direction, and, and he wholeheartedly this, supported it. I've said this, and I stand by it. Kevin Feige has to go. Oh. Him, him and Kathleen Kennedy have to go. They have to. You can't make change with those two in place. You can't. I don't think so either. I just think I I think that, you know, there's just Feige is in love with the smell of his own farts. Yeah, big time. You know, big time. He really is. Yeah, I, and 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 the th- you know, and that's the thing though. You you know you know now what has ruined Disney to this point. Right, you, it's out in the open at right, this point because it, it has to be out in the open now. You were forced to admit it, and. So now the the shareholders are going to look at it like, okay, well, what's the solvent? And the thing is, you you don't really have any plan to change it. You just had you were forced to admit what caused the problem. You're you're going to still double down on the message and keep going the trajectory you're going. But here's the thing: you just had to admit why it's failed. They there's always been messages like up sure. up has you know messages in it. Sure, and they, stuff. but they're they're but, not the story, right? They're right. just in there Correct. as part of it. Right. Just like it's how... Not, it's not what smacking it you in the face. It, it goes against storytelling. It, absolutely right? it does. It is, is storytelling, it, the reason it came about was to communicate message, right? Mm-hmm. But as soon as message is trumping the story, you're not telling a story anymore. Right. Yeah. And, and the problem is that you know, you look at the stuff that's coming out, right? So Captain America 4, right, just hired a new writer. This movie is finished, was was finished. Yeah. They just hired a new writer, and it is going through five months of rework, which is rewriting the entire right, thing. Because, because it doesn't work. It sucked. You test screened it. But the thing Everybody is, right, says it's horrible. We didn't get a Blade movie because why? Same problem. Same reason. We, you know, Daredevil had to be redone. Right. Same problem. Everything that you, everything that is in the works, Ironheart, right? That was ready to go this year. Yeah, that's it's gone. It's pushed out two years. If it even comes if out. If it comes out, but it's done. It's done, though. Yeah. So they have to rework that, and you pushed it out two years because you've got to redo that entire thing. Everything that is Marvel right now has to be completely start from scratch over because it was 
horrid. And the Marvels were just going to be the tip of the iceberg of how poor these movies were going to continue. Sure, Deadpool 3 is going to be an anomaly like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, where that movie is going to produce money because there is an interest in it's that a, character. Right, but it's an outlier. It, that's all it's going to be. You're going to get a one shot with that movie. You're going to have all that nostalgia bait coming is, in, though, right? and it'll sell. It, right, and it will. But it, but Guardians has proved to us right that just having one is not enough at this point to rekindle the passion. Right, and the fact is. That's, you know, you only got Deadpool and that's all you have coming out for movies in 2024 for Marvel. And so you're going to go a long stretch before you get there. That's going to come out. And then you're going to have a long stretch before the next one. And all any goodwill and any fun from Deadpool is going to be long gone by the time that next movie rolls around. And if you, you know, and again, No Way Home was a good movie. Right, we all loved No Way Home. Yeah, great. Again, it was it was nostalgia bait, but yeah, that, it was you know, fun. It was a nostalgia right? bomb for Com- sure. Coming off of Endgame, though, that was fun, and you still had a lot of goodwill. And then you started churning out Phase Four and Five, and all of that goodwill was gone instantaneously. And the same thing is going to happen with Deadpool. You'll yeah, get some you know people what? to it see it. It wasn't instantaneous. It wasn't. It, it it took flop after flop after flop. To lose the fans. No, but they, but it started, it started decreasing pretty quickly. It did take, I mean, again, it did take flop after flop to get to where we are now. But a lot of people checked out. A lot of people said Endgame was it for them. They, they were done on their Marvel journey and people moved on to other things. Sure, there was going to be a lot of diehards that remained and were going to continue to remain. But then you alienated more, and the next movie you alienated more. Well, I think and now you have no fans. Is, I think the biggest misstep in going down the route and choosing the characters you cho- you chose is none of these characters have a big bad that you can rally behind. No, no. So, so without that, right? Without the Thanos level threat, there's no there's no reason to have interconnected. Movies. Right. And you picked, I mean, again, you, you, you put your money on Kang, which here again, in the comics, Kang is not popular. He, no. He is a D-list villain. Yeah, nobody cares about Kang. No, no one gives a shit about Kang. So again, you picked the wrong villain. You picked, you, you are going to D, E, and F level characters that no one gives a shit about. And so, again, the people that know comics don't care about these characters and the people that don't know ca- uh, the comics they they tuned in and they're like this is awful these are, this isn't iron man I think, captain uh, america uh, fun anymore quantum mania might be the worst sure it you know? could very well again, be again black panther i think was very long uh, yeah. it wasn't a terrible film but it was very very long yeah with shitty cgi sure and I just think Quantumania with the fucking Modoc and, mm-hmm. and just the awful CGI, Kang just being lame. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, again, I, I've made my point before that I think Jonathan Major sucks as an actor, at least in the Marvel Universe. He could be good in other things, but as Kang, he is awful, awful, awful. 
And so you take a character that no one likes and put an actor that is horrible in the role, and this is what you get. Like like you just mentioned, though, like with Amon Vellani, everybody hates Miss Marvel, the character, but at least she is a, a charming actor that people can get behind. With Kang, you have neither. You have a character no one likes with an actor that no one likes. Right. I mean, with Thanos, you had Josh Brolin. And yeah. I mean, there, you was, had, there was such a gravitas to right. that. Right. You know? You know, and that's the thing. The the big the big level he, uh, villains, you had actors, you had the A, the characters that, that people cared about, but then you had actors. I mean, again, you know, if you did more with, say, Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin, you're going to do... A, a lot of success yeah, with or something Alfred like Molina that. Is, uh, ton, you'll have a ton of success right, there. That's the thing. And even Thomas Hayden Church as Sandman. Sure. Like, again, you have these actors that that are pros, you know, and have already nailed it. Mm-hmm. But, but what's crazy to me is that they went Kang over Doom. Yeah. Like, I, like how do you do that? Yeah. Kang over Doom, Kang over Galactus. Right. There were so many other big name villains and that the thing you could is, have introduced. You know, at the end of the Marvels, that the end credit scene had Beast, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, what what does that mean? What are we doing? But the thing is, you know, but this is what you're not clarifying, right? So you had Beast from the Fox X Men. Is that the Beast that you're going to have going forward? Well, that, is, it's a parallel universe. So who the fuck knows? Right? Or is that Beast just there? In that universe, and then Monica Rambeau comes back to this universe, and that beast stays there, and there's going to be a new beast here. But then what about Marvel and everything? Right. That's what I'm saying. You, you're not making anything clear as to what you're doing with all of... Like, again, so... Well, because I don't think they actually know. No, and that's the problem. The multi... Kevin Feige did not know what to do with the multiverse. He, 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 he heard a concept from somebody, because I guarantee it wasn't him... Heard a concept from somebody, ran with it without knowing what it is or what to do with it, and then backed themselves into such a corner that they don't know how to get out of. And so now you don't even know what the hell's going on. Like, okay, yeah, we're going to, you know, everything is connected and we're going to have all these, ca- you know, you're talking about every, you but know, Deadpool coming in, every former it Marvel stops, show. It stops being about the characters and the multiverse becomes the main character. Right, and that's and, been the problem. And nobody fucking cares about the no. multiverse. So that's that, I think, is ultimately, you know, the biggest sin, is that the, instead of focusing on the characters, mm-hmm. our main character is the multiverse. Yeah, like, hey, if you wanted to have the multiverse where, you know, you introduce the Council of Kangs, and now you have... You know, Kang is the villain to every every movie, but it's a different version of Kang. Yeah, that could work. Okay, that's fine. Like, you use the multiverse to unleash the Council of Kangs, and now that's the threat in this universe. Okay, but that's not what you're, you know, but that's not what you're doing. But the big, I think one of the bigger mistakes even was that they, you know, they wanted to, to rope in. TV shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a giant misstep. You can make you can make TV shows, but mm-hmm. they should be separate. They yeah. should always be separate. And and the thing is, right? Did you watch Agents of Shield? No, neither did I. No, because right, that was boring as shit. Right, but the thing is, right, is that 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. would take things, you know, if something happened in the cinematic universe, it happened in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't change a fucking thing. No. But if you want, but, you know, the thing is, if you want to, because, you know, uh, when the DCU kicks off, they're going to do the same thing, where TV shows and movies. But it's it's foolish only if, but if you do one a year, fine. Like, if you do one TV show a year, and that TV show factors into movies, okay, that's not asking too much. But if you're doing, like, seven shows a year, and you're expecting everybody to watch those seven shows, and they factor into the three or four movies that you also want people to go see, and it all ties in together, and if you don't catch one of them you might miss an, uh, you know very important plot points but the nice that's thing too much the nice thing about werewolf by night is we got to see man thing and that he's never mentioned again yeah and again you can mention him again sure, down the road can, because but, he exists but it doesn't have to be connected with the mcu no it really really doesn't no it, it does it, again you should you can be running parallel stories everything doesn't have to be the main story right and it was much more enjoyable that mm-hmm. way because i for sure again you don't have to be like all right well how does this connect and how is this going to affect the movies and right. like again having not seen a lot of the tv shows and watching the marvels i'm sitting there going like uh i don't care about any of these people right but it was everything. Like, if you didn't watch WandaVision, you didn't know a, a tremendous amount of plot points for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Right. So you had to invest that time. Otherwise, there's a lot of things that don't make sense. Right. Because they're not going to re-explain it to you. They're expecting you to do your homework. And if right. you don't, that's on you and as far as Feige right? feels. Right. And I think he thought people were going to. Right. He thought that. Well, nobody did. No. No. And he, and again, he put out characters that weren't, you know, that what people wanted in, in a lot of cases. You know, again, if you just, if you put out like two and said, I'm going to put out two shows these shows will be interconnected to upcoming movies, but, you know, again, See, but the it's going to be, right, like, six hours of your the life. Thi- the thing is, right, with, like, the Loki show, the reason I think that has such positive feelings about it is because it's a branch of the MCU, mm-hmm. but, it, but it's really not a... Fa- I mean, it, I know it introduced Kang in the end of the first season, but it doesn't. Like, there's nothing... You don't have to worry about it affecting... No, but I mean, it. Di- but it did have, you know, it did lead into Quantumania, right? Yeah. There was, but, but here's, the, you know, but then, you, then you had Loki season two, which didn't do particularly well. No, you lost over fifty percent of your your viewing audience. But I, the, I heard it wasn't bad. Yeah, but the problem here again is you had to watch Loki season one right. and Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania For it to, make to make sense on. Right. You know, Loki season two. Again, it's homework. It's expecting people to spend that much time with your product and you're giving an inferior product to boot. Right. You you know, if they were doing this shit back when they had Iron Man and Captain America and, and you know, the heavy hitter Spider-Man. And you, sure. You wanted us to watch those 
things, yeah, you'd have a, you much, have a better chance. Right, you'd have a much better chance of people tuning in. But, you know, people aren't going to spend eight hours with She-Hulk and eight hours with Miss Marvel and eight hours with Loki. Right. And They're if not you, going you to. Know, and if you, if you write the movies around that, then people that don't do that that show up aren't going to like it. Right. Exactly. All right. Let's put this one to bed. We'll get okay. to the music someday. All right. Um, Jim, as always. Yeah. You know. Uh, what's going on? Well, I got uh, finished up on uh, Chapter 2 of my webcomic, Eva. We're going to, you know, get that finalized and, uh, you know, keep an eye out on the social media because we're going to be uh, getting that up uh to be read very soon. Very exciting. All right, guys. So that's episode 84 of The Corner. You know where we're at. CatalystCrafting.com is the main website. Catalyst Creations NH is the Etsy store. Uh, again, appreciate all the holiday orders. Absolutely. Uh, and if you want to get something before the holiday, you got to, you know, like I said, the threshold is coming. Um, we're going to be at Aresia, uh in January, uh, January 12th, that weekend. Uh, down in Boston at the Westin. So if you guys want to uh, see what we got cooking over there, we'll have some cool products. And always happy to talk to you guys about pop culture. Got to meet a bunch of people at the last one, and hopefully we'll we'll meet more of you guys down there. But uh, what what do you guys think? I mean, how, how do you, have did you watch the Marvels? Uh, I'm curious to see what your opinion is of it. Uh, do you do you support Glenn? You should. Or do you side with the cancel pigs? Uh, how do you feel about what Iger said about the message being the most important thing? I mean, do you think that that's insane? Do you think that it's uh, making everything shittier? Or do you want them to keep pushing the message? Uh, let us know in the comments. All right, crew. We'll catch you on the next one.